0: Live, learn, grow, and enjoy everything there is to running together. I hope you enjoy the show. Hi guys, this is episode 2 of the 2Bays56 series that I'm running where I'm documenting my own training towards the 56k race of 2 bays trail run uh, at the start of next year in January. My first episode last week was just an introduction of my goals and why I'm doing this um, whereas this week I document my first week of training and I also managed to catch up with Dion uh, notciario who's a previous two-time winner of the Two Bays Trail Run and I really am just trying to Uh, get some tips off him on how to prepare for the race and he was quite a useful chat so i hope you enjoy uh listening to him as well all right here we go Welcome to the podcast, Dion Finocciario. Um, m- most of you guys who are listening to this podcast would have heard of that name. Um, Dion um, has won two days before and uh, has run it in four hours and six minutes, is it Dion? Yeah, first time was four hours, uh, yeah, the second time I ran it was four hours and six minutes and the first time was four hours 14. Yeah, okay. How'd you go that first time? Yep. Um, in what was then even a course record until I broke it again uh-huh. um, um, yeah I just sort of didn't know what to expect I thought you know just go out Yeah, okay. 28k yeah yeah Uh, and then you've got that 3K, 3k crime up to the top yeah okay We're both sort of struggling, and <laughs> but I managed, I managed to pull it together in, in that last sort of ten k, and yeah, it was it was such a um, surreal experience to um, to have something with no expectations to then just go out and you know beat the course record. And, yeah, and, and to win like that, um, and then to do it again that second time. Yeah, tell okay. us about that second time. Like you obviously ran um, even quicker. Like, what'd you do different um, once you knew um, how hard those stairs were on Arthur's seat? And how'd you prepare for it differently? So I, did it. I went in with a lot more confidence that I could just go hard from the start. Mm-hmm. Did you have to walk up the hills the second time? Lower twenty-eight k runners, and some of them passed me as I fell over, and I just <laughs> passed them. And it was pretty funny that, like, it was just a real adventure, and I sort of just laughed myself and got back up and tried to keep running a little bit. But um, yeah, most of that run I got through without walking too much. Yeah, okay. There's definitely a lot of room for improvement, though. Yep, yep, and um. So, what did you do? What about hydration and nutrition wise? Um, Can you remember? Um, The the first, I think both years was fairly similar. Yeah. I took my backpack with me with a little, you know, bladder in the back. Yep. And I had predominantly water in there. And then I would just take uh, perpetuum, which is like a powder, which has got carbohydrates. That's a Hammer nutrition it's product. Yeah. Like it's a nutrition, yep. um, powder. And you can get little chalky um, tablet. Well, it's not a tablet, but it's like a chew sort of thing. But uh-huh. It's not really chewy. It's more like a chalky texture, and then just chew on that. Um, and they're both the same formula, but it's just a different way of consuming it. And I would take those with electrolytes because it's going to be hot in January as well. So I'll probably take. Two electrolyte tablets every hour, or probably I find it easier to take two on the hour as opposed to one every half hour because it's just more fiddling around. Yeah, and I just enjoy fiddling around as little as possible. Um, but yeah, with the, with the packs and stuff, I'll usually have either someone at halfway or a little bit more towards like the 30 40k. With a spare backpack, so if I do drink all of my backpack, oh, so yeah. like, just dump my old one and then get, the get a drink. new one. Yeah, then okay. That could have predominantly like Coke in it or something, a different yep. uh, solution <laughs> if you want it as well. Yeah, so okay. hadn't, even if you hadn't drink all of your other fluids, you can still swap to Coke or yeah. you wherever know, it sits well. When, yep. um, or even even just dump the pack and take a little handheld bottle so you have stored your 500 water vessel that you can take yeah um so yeah something like that and you know, even um you know to sync up the gels as, as backup as well just never want to hit a wall um, and not have anything to try and replenish what you what you're going through so yep. yeah Yeah. You know, that, that probably goes a fair way at that point in the race as well. Nice. And then what about, um, like, I was thinking about, like, I looked at Ash Watson's time from last year, and um I, I saw that his pace was 4 minutes 20 per K, and then I was sort of thinking about it on, on my long run on Sunday when I was running. I was like, I was running over lots of hills through the Warby Ranges. Like, you can't really... um. A trail run's different to, than a road marathon where you can just like lock into a pace and, and go, okay, I need to run 320s, 325s for this amount of time. Like In the trail, like, like you said, there's some hills that you're going to be doing seven-minute Ks. Like on the, on the weekend, I was running 530s up some K- hills. Like, how did you go about – were you pretty analytical with training in terms of um, you just went off heart rate or you just went off effort? Or, and and how did you actually pace it on the day? Yeah. On, um, heart rate, it can't be yep. on pace. Yeah. Uh, because even going up a hill, yeah. your heart rate's going to climb astronomically because yeah. it's so much harder, and you could be doing, like, a six-minute K, and your heart rate is, like, 175. Yep. And, you know, that could be your heart marathon heart rate or... Yeah. Like uh-huh. Um, so, and then, like, going downhill, you know, it'd be pretty hard to get to 175 heart rate. Yep. So, uh, I, I think there's some sections where you can run up the hill and there's some sections where you have to walk the hill and if you do need to walk the hill then that's when you you know take take stops and you know go through your hydration and yeah and can, yeah um, yeah a, a lot of the runs yeah just it's more about effort and and not being caught out like you can't go in with um, predisposed sort of uh, times and splits. yeah, I'm gonna get from the 15 to the 23 kilometer checkpoint in this amount of time because it could be you know, it could be softer sand than usual, and yeah, you know, it, it could be some tree roots, or that you could be in a single file, and you could be behind people. Mm-hmm. and uh, I think that uh, if you do try and hit certain times, you just worry yourself out of having. A, a good performance, yeah. Still, your performance could be on best c- conditions, you know. And if you don't have good conditions, then you know it could be like 35 degrees, and all of a sudden, your best plan has to be looked at, and you have to really work with your surroundings and say, Okay, well, I have to lower my expectations, yeah, but still have a good result, yeah. Yeah, I like it, and I think that's what attracted me a little bit to running it this year. Is um, uh, it's less about time, and it's so different to like running around the track, where every every lap you're looking at your splits, um, and it's more about um, feel and um, effort. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I'm I'm pretty keen to do a few runs with you and Craig Appleby and and John Dutton. Um, uh, yeah, like over the two bays trail like in the in the coming month and, and you're gonna you're gonna do it on the day aren't you? Like um you're still gonna run two bays even though you've got um Bepu coming up and stuff? Uh well I've entered. Yep. And I'm probably not gonna do the full fifty six so I'll probably base you guys up at the front or something or Yep. I don't know. I don't know how it, how it's gonna work out but even if I've got like a forty K one run done. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Not sure how I'm gonna approach it, but yeah, I've definitely answered it. Um, I hope I don't get too much white line fever and, <laughs> <laughs> and want to finish. Um, cause, yeah, I don't. Want, I don't want to dip too much. Yeah. Because um, I I could run the fifty six k and still recover for the Bear marathon, through. but um, you know, if I tripped over or something like that, um, or well, just dipped a little bit too far into the reserves climbing up hills late in the race you know might compromise just... some of your training for bepu a yeah. little bit yeah if it was two weeks after i would go all in then... yep <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> from, from the yep. yeah no nice um yeah and just see where you're at with your training and how it fits in that's cool. Um, all right, and last question, and then I'll, I'm, I know you're a busy man, Dion, and I'll let you duck off, but um, last question. What ha- What do you reckon I should work on? Because like, I'm not a trail runner and haven't done much of it. I mean, I've done a lot of trails in training but never raced too many trails. What do you reckon I will struggle most at and what do you reckon I should work on over the next uh, you know, seven weeks or so? Yeah. Really like an accomplished marathoner and knows how your body is feeling, yeah. Work on getting on the course, yeah, itself, um, and running sections of course, yeah. And, and also, even if you run like 30k in, in like four hours, mm-hmm. um, you know, which you would run much faster, than that, but just getting time on the feet, even if you run six minute cades. Yep. As like an easy, gentle run, and got plenty of time on the feet while practicing your your fluid and you know wearing your backpack, knowing that you're not going to get chased on your shoulders and just yep. just experimenting with little different things that you don't normally get to do in while marathon training because it all is determined on hitting splits and becoming yep. very um, you know economic running where you going out, and it's all rhythm, and yep. you, need, you need to break up your rhythm, and at 2 there's a lot of parts, you know, there's sections where it's like, really soft sand, almost like at the beach, and there's yep. sections where it's single, tra- single trail, and there's sections where you've got to go upstairs, and yep. so you can't get into a rhythm, so, yeah. and when you fatigue, it, um, it's really hard to then get back to the speed that you want to be at, after, for example because you're so tired and you've just had your rhythm broken so I think just getting time on the feet and practicing those out of rhythm things that you have to uh, I guess experience during the race they're the things that I would probably say for you to work on because you clearly you're not going to be running at your top speed so you're not going to need that but it is good because some sections Mm you can run fast but a lot of it for you is going to be more based on FFM and just getting a little bit, you know, out of that rhythm. Yeah, I reckon you're spot on and, and coping with that different terrain, um, uh, like you said, stairs and rocks and and sand and um, and, and coping with that, like recovering off that and then being able to get going again rather than um, really struggling because it, I'm not used to it. Like, that, that's, that's great advice. Yeah. Um, Yep, I'm definitely going to um, schedule um, you know, one to two runs a week on, on that two-base course uh, over the next seven yeah. weeks. Well, we've got one this, this Sunday, so... Yeah. Um, and then hopefully a few more after that. But, uh, yeah, it'll it'll, it'll be um, great just to get a few runs on there and then just, oh, okay, well, this section, you know, I need to watch that so I don't get lost here or, you know, things like that as well. Well, actually, I just realised... Um, uh, this Sunday, Jess. One of Jess's friends is getting married on Saturday, so I think I'll be. Um, I'm gonna sh- struggle to make this Sunday, um, but so I'll be at Fernie probably this Sunday. But but um, yeah, we've definitely got our schedule one in. I don't know if you can do that the week after, um, but we'll we'll work it out. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Probably could. But. Yeah. Probably- Oh yeah, good point. <laughs> no, that's, uh, like even if um, we'll do we we'll do it after that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right. Thanks so much, Dion. Um, always a pleasure to have a chat. Um, that's twenty minutes of your time, so I bet I'm pretty conscious of letting you go. Um, but yeah, thanks so much, and um, uh, yeah, it'd be good to catch up again and have another chat um later on the podcast um as we get closer to the two bays um trail run yeah absolutely mate and um yeah i hope to hear how your training's going and lead up to it as well awesome mate all right i'll let you go see ya right, thanks guys okay see you all right so i'll start just listing off the days of my week and how training went for week one of training for two bays 56 so I'll start the week just on a Saturday because I'm releasing these episodes each Friday. So on the Saturday last week, I I picked out a park run. I, I really just wanted to get the monkey off my back after a couple of lousy track races and um, the 5K two days before I pulled out at 3K, which mentally I was really frustrated with. like, you know, Whether it was just mental weakness or... I uh, just, I definitely am a bit underdone with the speed side of things and, and just the whole um, idea of being back on the track and, and that kind of hurt. It's a bit different than a marathon hurt. I think, like, both obviously are, are painful when you're um, trying to do your best. Um, but I reckon the marathon hurt is sort of like this slow ache. And I can kind of, oh, I've got used to tolerating it a little bit, a bit more. And whereas I'd liken the 5K sort of pain to a sharper, sharper pain. And I just, I just um, wasn't used to it yet. So anyway, I I mean, I haven't fully um, chucked the towel in. um, And I suppose that's why, why I am on the distance. And that's why I wanted to do a park run just to uh, kind of show myself in a bit more of a relaxed format uh, that I am fit and uh, that I can, that I can still run 5K. Uh, So I picked out Hastings Park Run and. I, got, I asked Jess uh, the day before, I was like, oh, do we have time to do this? Because I knew we were going to her mum's place, which is a three-and-a-half-hour drive away, uh, you know, another 40 k's past Wangaratta. And she's like, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, we've got time. Uh, just, you know, come back straight after. So I was like, okay, beauty. I got all my clothes out the night before and uh, got the next percenters out and uh, decided to get there a bit earlier than I normally do for a park run. Normally you see people... Get out of the wood, come out of the woodwork. Like the last fifteen minutes before locals, just before the park run. But I got there a good sort of forty minutes before and did a really good warm up and did some run throughs and just made sure I was ready to to really go for it. And uh, I thought I was all set because the weather was perfect. Sometimes Hastings, the weather can be pretty windy because it's pretty exposed and open. Uh, it's two laps of this foreshore. Uh, two and a half k circuit, and uh, it's all gravel uh, but really flat and fast. And if you get a good day, it, it can be a fast course, it's just often it's windy. Anyway, there wasn't much wind, and the wind that was there was on the favourable side of the course where there's a lot of tree coverage. So, yeah, set out, and I was pretty lucky. I had Bevan, the youngster there from St. Bede's, is only about 16 but a really good runner, and he went out with me and he sort of set me up for the first 2k. And we hit 310 and 310 roughly, and I knew that's all I had to hit. And if I had a good last K, I'd, I'd sort of get around um, my good mate Mattress's course record, which, which that's what I was targeting. Um, uh, I hadn't really um, told him yet, but <laughs> yeah, I was I was pretty keen to get it. And um, it's good to have these sort of little local head-to-head rivalries. And Matt and I have been, you know, the best of mates for the last sort of 15 years, and and we are so even as a runners. And, and, uh, you know, one week I'm sort of ahead of him. Next week he's ahead head of me. And we used to do this Saturday uh, tempo along Mornington and we used to have our own sort of course records and we used to have, like, just cracks at it each week. And it's, it's um, I don't know, I think um, all of you can sort of um, sort of reverberate those feelings with me. I'm sure you've got little courses that you've got which are good barometers and um, you've got little rivalries amongst your mates and, and, and that's what makes us tick. So anyway, I really was keen to get this course record off him so I could brag about it. Um, anyway, I I sort of had a lean patch after about 2K when I got away from Bevan and and hit a 3.16 and uh, I think 3.13 and, and lost a f- quite a few seconds because I, I sort of had to be around that um, 3.09 pace. And so you know, suddenly I was a good 10 seconds out and... And the 3.06 to finish just wasn't enough. So I sort of crossed the line in 15.58, 13 seconds uh, shy of, of what I wanted. But I couldn't have gone much faster, to be honest. And um, I was I was pretty lactic at the end. And I was pretty content with the effort. Like, um, how good's Parkrun? Like, at 8 o'clock on a Saturday, um, you've done this massive effort. And I've broken 16 minutes. And I wouldn't have been able to do that by myself in a training session. So... When I was looking at it like that, I was like, oh, great. Yeah, I've done a really good effort, and and it's only 8.30 um, in the morning. So got a good session out and had a chat to um, Bevan and his dad, Dozer, afterwards, warmed down with them, and they would tell him, to rub salt in the wounds. They said, oh, when Matt just did it two weeks ago, it was bloody windy and raining. So (laughs) I sent a message to Matt saying, oh, I missed out on your record, Um, and he celebrated. Then it was off. Um, back home and, and the long drive to um, 40 k's past Wangaratta to Jess's mum's farm, which is just so relaxing. We spent the weekend there and it's so quiet and um, it's a really good way to get away and, and relax and got there and took the dog, Remy, and Remy loves it there, just hangs out with um, Judy's dog, uh, Banjo, and um, just runs around the farm all weekend. and absolutely um, burns off a lot of energy. By the afternoon, I went for another jog, just an easy shakeout run. And that's funny. Like, I I felt awesome, ran four 19s. And anyone who follows me on Strava, like, sees a lot of five-minute K-pace average sort of easy jogs. And I reckon that's really important because, like, I um, look at the purpose of an easy jog and make sure I go easy. But at the same time, a lot of those jogs, they're, like, that slow because my Achilles is always a bit stiff um, for the first 15 minutes of every run. But, you know, if you see a run where I'm sort of hanging around 4.20s, that I'm feeling pretty good. And often, often they're the runs um, actually in the afternoon after a good park run or a good session in the morning. Um, and they are often the, the runs in the afternoon when I'm a bit more warmed up. So I felt great and just ran along the roads um, close to uh, Jess's mum's place. Did 8K. Um, so that was a good day. You know, 4K warm up, park run, 4K warm down. And then an 8k so uh, yeah covered 21ks for the day the next day the aim was to go to the trails hit some trails and fortunate enough that Judy's place is right on the Warby ranges and literally you know you walk 200 meters um, out of her front door and you're on the trails and there's this beautiful undulating 14k loop where it's just nothing but up and down and and that's what I wanted I just wanted to get heaps of um trail and heaps of up and down so that I'm starting to assimilate um the the specific um leg muscles and and uh pace and and uh technical sort of practice that I need for trails so anyway I um I ran sort of 434s and the dogs went with me so for the 14 the first 14k lap I was like okay that's probably them done like they stopped and they were at the farm and anyway they I looked back after a k into the next lap and they were following me again but 50 meters behind so that was Remy and banjo and Remy's a kelpie cross-border collie so it's just natural for him to exercise and run and and banjo's sort of this white wolf looking thing and he was he was uh, he's you know runs all day as well so anyway they they finished 28 k's with me and um then i went out for another 4k's because i wanted to do 32 for the day just because it's my first long run of the prep and i didn't want to overdo it but i didn't want to underdo it i want to start sort of building so i thought 32 was a great starting point i went out for the extra 4k in the third lap and they thought i was doing a third lap and they were cooked and they went back and fortunate enough jess's brother michael started whistling and and the dogs rang back up to the farm and I finished off the last 4k and I got covered about 600 meters of elevation in that run for 32k so I think that's pretty specific because uh two bays is um about 1300 meters of climbing I think and 56k so I've done about half the distance and and about half the climbing so it was good practice I think and and I uh, got got along at a pretty good clip, like I was pretty happy with 4.34s, but I did realise after that run that, and like I mentioned with Dion before, um, pace is kind of irrelevant when you're out there, like I was either doing 5.30s or 3.30s, it depended on the incline and the terrain, so uh, I think, uh, like he said, you've, we've got to go off feel, and, and I've got a pretty good feel of what's hard and what's not, um, after years of running, and so I've got to go off. It's a bit more of an art and, and feeling the pace. And and then I might start trying to use the heart rate monitor a little bit so that I can uh, uh, judge um, effort a bit on that. And so that's the plan. Anyway, um, the rest of the day we went to the winery and had had a good day with um, Jess and, and her friend Christy and her friend Kara and Christy's parents um, Christy has come back from Japan after six months, so she's just back for a month. So it was good catching up with one of Jess's best friends for the Arvo. Then we drove the long trip home and got back um, at about 9.30 at night. Monday, I was back off to work, and uh, I normally do a 36-hour recovery uh, and don't run uh, until Monday afternoon, which I find is just a good reset for the week, and it's just a good way to recover after your long run and then um, just start the week fresh. So Monday I felt great and just ran 70 minutes around Patterson River and, yeah, clocked along at 4.28. So once again, Achilles must have been feeling good if I was doing that pace, and, and it was, and I just felt really fresh. So I felt like, um, you know, maybe all this speed work that I had been doing is, is actually coming to fruition a bit, and, and it's made me um, go across the ground a little bit better and, um, and feel a bit better running um, technically. Um, and also Flagstaff, all the altitude training that I did about three weeks ago for four weeks um, and living up there must, must be kicking in too. So I really noticed at that, that run and, and whether it was just Sunday and, and going up and down, up and down for 32Ks and then running on the flat uh, for 70 minutes around Patterson River, whether that was just also a, a nice sort of um, change and, and the body really liked that. Either way, it felt great uh, Monday. And just cruised around, um, got a massage um, also uh, just before training um, and then Tuesday, so Tuesday I'd uh, sort of set myself to do 3x3k with um, the guys I'm training and as, a, as an aim to wear my heart rate monitor and get a bit of a feel of what marathon pace, like the aim was to do 3x3k at marathon pace and see what my heart rate was. So I can have like a rough, rough early sort of heart rate to go off on what I should probably be working at when I do do my efforts over terrain. Anyway, it was an absolute shambles. So I got there, forgot my heart rate monitor. Um, and when I was actually doing the reps, I was feeling fantastic. So I got a bit carried away and um, just started rolling um, 78, 77s per lap instead of 80s. Um, I was pacing Joel, one of the guys I train, um, as well. So he was jumping in for twelve hundred reps while I was doing the three Ks. Um, and yeah, I suppose we sort of just sort of got into a rhythm and, and I felt really good out there. So the purpose of the session was a little bit lost and and I didn't I, I have to rely on my wrist heart rate a bit off the off the reps and, and that the reps were probably a little bit quicker than marathon pace, so I think um the heart rate's gonna be a bit unreliable to go off off that session. But either way, 30 minutes at a pretty good clip, so, or roughly 30 minutes at a pretty good clip, is always gonna be a good aerobic workout. So I would've got something out of it. And um, yeah, we've got some footage, like Damo, who, one one of the kids I'm coaching, unfortunately got a bit of a sore foot at the moment, so he was on the drone footage and and, um, taking some good footage of me and Joel, and, and then also Jess Dunsmore, who I'm coaching, who was out there doing a lactic session whereas he's, he's training for more than 1,500 at the moment. So we had him doing a 1K hard, 30-second rest, 400 hard twice, so off 10-minute recovery, and um, he absolutely had a great session. Um, so it was good being out there with him uh, Tuesday morning, and, and this was after a bit of a gym session with the boys as well. So I got them um, going over um, a few gym exercises at 8 o'clock in the morning for 45 minutes, um, uh just to work on all their deficiencies as well so had you know good four guys in the gym um before the session so that was a good session then i was off off home and um and yeah did a bit of work and and then um just went for an easy jog with remy the dog in the afternoon again um for um yeah 35 minutes um just real slow which brings us to today um so uh, Wednesday, uh, where I, I caught up with mum and um, decided, um, yeah, just to do a bit of a uh, course simulation um, over the two-base trail and start it. I just wanted – I'm leaving a seat for the moment um, just because I know I will do that a lot. Um, but I know that's really hilly and it's about a 3K climb. And after the chats with Dion, um, yeah, I, like I know it's going be, to be pretty tough and that should be a session in itself rather than something that I'm doing between sessions so I just went over the flat part of the course and started at Baldry's Road and and ran Greens Bush all the way past Bonio Road heading towards Cape Shank Lighthouse and then back so covered about 22 k's of territory and just um, yeah went off with mum and, and um, she did her own thing but um, yeah it was good having someone else out there at the same time and I worked out that I didn't have my phone and didn't have my, um, snake, snake compression bandage and, um, there was a few parts of the track that were so grassy and, and so warm and hot. This is the 34 degree day. It wasn't 34 out there, but it was certainly sunny and, um, yeah, I was actually, um, a bit scared actually. I I thought it was a perfect environment for a snake and, um, never really been scared of snakes before out on a course, but I think it was just mum telling me and, um, the fact that I was underprepared, didn't have a phone, didn't have a bandage, um, and and then those conditions just felt rife for a snake. So that was a learning experience as well. So I've learned a little bit this week. And anyway, it was a good run, and and sort of went the wrong way at a patch. Had to click go to start on my GPS, and and found my way back, which was fine. It meant I ran an extra two k's, but was probably better for it. And no, it was great to fit that in in the morning, and. Um, start sort of um working out how tough the trail is and that gives me a newfound respect for how fast and hard 420s per k is going to be along there for 56 because yeah i was running 458s and um felt like i was um you know ticking along at what's probably equivalent on the flat to 440s 430s uh 420s at, at some point so i reckon it's a pretty slow course out there so Ah, uh, Ash's Ash's time from the other year is amazing, so um yeah, I mean it's 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 gonna be a hard time to do, so um uh, and then um yeah, I'll leave it there for the moment and then I'll cover um the next couple of days um once I get to Friday. So that's my week so far. Um I hope you're enjoying it. Oh, it's good to have that one done. So I just am recording again. It's Friday and I just finished Um, my 1k on 1k off session at devil bend i did eight times 1k on 1k off up and down this gradual dirt hill it was one of those sessions where i woke up in the morning a bit stiff from yesterday where i did a few drills and and uh 200s with the guys i coach at ballon park in the morning which is good for me in a way because it's you know keeping my technique and my my form and speed going as I'm trying to do a bit more long stuff but at the same time it it does make my achilles stiff in the morning so this morning just was one of those runs where I was uh, you know not keen to do it um, because I wasn't feeling the best as I got out of bed so I got I tried to get out of bed early and walk around and um, I did a real gradual warm-up today and you know shuffled around at 5 30s and and then uh yeah just made sure i did a lot of stretches and calf raises and drills and strides and uh yeah sure enough it it came good especially because i just started with the the easy k so you know a four minute k up the hill and then i decided to just go up and down up and down so my hard was on the downhill so which was assisted assisted me greatly to get the speed and and it was nice and gentle on the achilles so I sort of tailored the session so that my achilles um would feel good and the downhills i i just eased into eased into them and hit you know 340 to start and then a 330 mid and then a 330 and then i got into my 320s um and then i, I dipped under 320 for the last three which was nice um and i found the the four minute float 1k recovery uh, really comfortable and um Shows that I'm really aerobically fit at the moment, and I was really encouraged from the session. Like, I was, um, it's one of those sessions where you're like, How am I gonna do this before it? And then once I got into it, and once I was rolling along, I was like, Far out, I feel good, and and it, it was one of those real feel good sessions, I suppose. So I was wrapped about that, and I ended up running for you know f- 59 minutes and averaged uh, all up 343s for, for the hard sort of alternating one k's um so 16 k's of work um and uh yeah last k was a 310 um and my floats were you know between 350 and four minutes and none of them blew out and they they felt super slow and easy so it's pretty good that i can recover at that pace and and that's that's a nice um nice pace where i'm well within myself so that aerobically i can catch my breath again and then go again for another hard one k I still probably wasn't super efficient over the hard 1Ks, but that was largely because my Achilles was a bit stiff from um, uh, doing the strides and drills uh, yesterday. So uh, that sort of rounds out my week, Friday to Friday. Uh, I suppose I should probably go into what I did yesterday a little bit more. Uh, Yesterday I just woke up in the morning at 8 o'clock and and got the the juniors or or the young fellas that I coach um, to the gym. We did a gym workout and um, then we went straight to Balmain Park and uh, where uh, Jess uh, did his 800-meter um, hard time trial and, and then a few um, 400s and 300s afterwards. And uh, the other boys just did a tempo, tempo effort. Uh, and then Joel jumped in for a few of the um, short sort of um, s- speed work with Jess as well. Uh, i I jumped in and just sort of helped Jess you know get through the session because it was that really hot sort of 33 degree windy day um, so yeah just gave him a bit of company so that it wasn't as hard and um, and then I just jogged really slow with the with Remy um, the dog um, in the afternoon for um, seven seven or, or for an hour actually um, so yeah I did 12 K's just um, at five minutes per k just real slow um just down uh locally in mount Eliza on the cool stores uh, Ra- rail trail which is this nice sort of rocky sort of dirt trail um which you know i thought oh yeah well i'm only going easy but it's just more trail exposure and uh i mean it's the same with the warm-up and warm-up warm down today uh i just went off the beaten trail like off off the dirt road in devil bend where you can get some nice sort of um goat tracks and um you have to sort of uh watch your feet and uh dodge roots and uh yeah so it's just that nice that, that footwork that i'm supposed i'm i'm working on a little bit too so nah overall great week uh um like i think i think that's uh i'm not quite sure because it's friday to friday what it is mileage wise but i'm I'm guessing it'll it'd be sort of around that 130 140k range and uh yeah this weekend i'm looking to uh just do an easy easy jog one or two jogs tomorrow a bit of recovery day and then a 35k long run um at fernie creek because i'll be that way for a wedding um um, near alinda um over the weekend. um yeah good good uh, f- friend um of jess and mine um yeah oh, well, nicky and brad they're getting married so should be a good weekend anyway uh that's enough from me and that's the the first week of my prep for two bays 56 and you know a good seven or so more to go uh so i'll try to get um ash watson i think on the show next week so it'll be good to just um learn from ash because seeing as we um had a bit of a chat a quick chat to Dion on this week all right uh thanks for listening and i hope you guys have a great weekend too Quick plug, just to finish, I'm actually a running physiotherapist by trade, so I've been a physiotherapist since 2009, so a good 10 years now. I work from Southern Suburbs Physio Centre in Parkdale three days a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then I also work from home in Frankston on Tuesdays and Thursdays. So if you want to book in with me at Southern Suburbs, just go onto the Southern Suburbs website online or call 95842000 and if you want to book with me on at home in Frankston, then just go to my website and you can book online. Uh, a bit about my experience as a running physiotherapist, I've gone on the last six years of world cross country teams so that's a event that's on every two years So i've done the last three versions of that um, as the physiotherapist for the australian team at the world cross country so the last year i went to denmark i've been to uganda and i've been to china with that team i've also been to flagstaff three times in 2015 16 and 19 as a physiotherapist for um, a, a distance running camp funded by AFS Australia. Last year, it was mainly consisted of the Paralympic distance team that were training for the Doha World Championships. So I've had a lot of experience with elite runners and through my experience at the clinic, I've, my caseload now is about 60% runners. So I've either seen most running injuries or had most running injuries myself. And so I I now am quite a competent running physiotherapist and I back myself in terms of, you know, most injuries and and knowing what to do and and diagnosing. And, and, uh, yeah, so if you've got any running pains or troubles that are really getting you down, then don't feel afraid to give me a call. All right, that's enough from me. See you guys.